0: The grace and delicacy of the second movement seems worlds apart from the terrifying power and tragic character of the first. Mahler noted in the score that a pause of at least five minutes be taken between the two movements, so that the extreme contrast in mood would not come upon the listener too abruptly. He referred to the second movement in his programs as an intermezzo, but later considered it as more of a discrepancy than a diversion. The tragic, tortured character of the first movement now gives way to idyllic, untroubled music in the second. Yet in the midst of this peaceful music, as Derek Cook points out, the angry atmosphere of the first movement intrudes in the second trio. The movement opens without an introduction on a graceful Austrian Alpine Lendler for strings. Its lilting principal theme, lightly scored and articulated with staccato and pizzicato strings, has a Schubertian quality. Here, Mahler evokes the atmosphere of an earlier era, when Viennese classicism was in its glory. A contrasting lyrical string theme follows, ending in a perfect cadence. The first alternating section, the B section, follows without a change in tempo, woven in a contrapuntal fabric of cross rhythms, a new theme, beginning on a rising fourth, the interval that links several themes in the symphony, and related to material from the first movement's second theme, enters in the first flute and ends on the first clarinet. This theme's modal Middle Eastern cast also relates it to the principal thematic material of the next movement. Strings continue to weave a web of 16th note triplets in contrary motion and then in sequences of ascending chromatics. A sense of perpetual motion generated by these churning triplets contrasts with the relatively static harmony. Woodwinds enter with a song-like variant of the B-sections theme over the triplet figuration that continues in strings. Note that the opening interval of this theme is a rising fourth taken from the second full measure of the opening section's Lendler theme. The B section concludes on the triplet figuration, which gradually breaks up into fragments, a typically Mahlerian device. Soon all that remains are isolated notes played softly in the violins on the third beat of three successive measures the last of which is given sudden emphasis after which the sound gradually diminishes, leading to the return of the A section. This passage ushers in the opening section's return, in which the Lendler is further developed. As the first violins play the main theme, cellos simultaneously play a lyrical counter-theme that sounds like a variation of the Christmas Carol that came upon A Midnight Clear. Although the A section ends with the same cadence as before, instead of making a simple transition to the return of the B section as earlier, Mahler now makes a radical and abrupt shift in mood, tempo, and dynamic level. Suddenly, the triplets of the B section are pounded out with brutal force. Horns assert the section's rising theme demonstratively against agitated triplet figuration. This theme is reconstituted so as to end with the motive of woe, the falling minor second, repeated for emphasis. Waves of string triplets ebb and flow as if to draw out the principal theme. A presentment of tragic fate takes hold as the full orchestra expands upon this demonic transformation of what had been wistful music when played earlier. In this guise, it recalls the terrible images conjured up in the first movement, Then suddenly, on the crest of a huge wave of string triplets, the music stops for breath, after which the rolling triplets recommence quietly, no longer sounding as ferocious as they had moments before. A major key variant of the B-section theme's opening notes in the brass give it a Semitic quality, foreshadowing the next movement. After further thematic variations, the theme is propelled forcibly into a closing section, strained with nervous energy. The triplet figuration gradually decomposes into little isolated fragments played off the beat. Now the opening section returns as before, This time, the strings playing the theme and its accompaniment in pizzicato echoed occasionally by harp, flute, and piccolo in staccato. The second part of the A section returns in a lovely variation of the Midnight Clear theme in violins against playful woodwinds on the main theme, perfectly complementing the Midnight Clear counter-theme. Mahler adds a brief coda that begins after a blissfully serene cadence on an ascending scale in violins. Softly and gently, alternating woodwinds and strings play snippets of the Lendler theme. As if in a reverie, this brief recollection of the Lendler gives way to a lovely ascending harp arpeggio that ends on an A-flat major glissando, which seems to linger on, suspended in the stillness that follows. The movement closes softly and delicately on two pizzicato chords, making a perfect cadence.